Liddell. And I am Kyle Kachadorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. Emily, what are we going to talk about today? I wonder how many permutations in every different way I've asked you that question <laughs> over these so many years. And every time, I can't just give you a straight answer. I can't be like, well, <laughs> Kyle, today we're going to talk about. Instead, I have to be like, let's derail the conversation five seconds after you ask me the question. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the deal. Kyle and I were talking before we started recording and we're like, what are we in the mood to talk about? Because that's how we do this podcast, uh, flying by the seat of our pants. I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing a dress, but the point remains. And we were thinking about the fact that we haven't been releasing episodes as frequently as of late because there's a lot going on in our lives and then I just asked out of the blue like when was the last time we did an episode on self-care and do you know what the answer is 2017 2017 oh my god that hurts my soul yeah so that is what we're going to talk about today because it has been six years since we decided it was important to talk about taking care of ourselves. Wait, did I do that math right? We released it March of 2017. So more than six years? I think so. Yeah. Look, I'm not a numbers person. I'm a words person. The point is, we haven't talked about what it means to take care of ourselves in so long that we probably need a wellness check or something. (laughs) (laughs) And that is what this episode is. It's a mutual wellness check. Emily, are you well? Kyle? Uh, We had the same exact thought. I I was going to be like, Kyle. Um, (laughs) You know what? I think well is a loaded concept. I'm not really sure how I'm doing. Let's unpack (laughs) that. Would you say there's a lot to unpack here? I would. I would. In my personal and professional life, I have been afforded much privilege and I feel incredibly lucky. That being said, I think it's okay to admit that sometimes you just feel like you are trying to keep your head above water and you're a little bit drowning and you're trying to figure out how to sustain yourself. And for me, when someone asks me how I'm doing well is so loaded because my body is often hurting. I am often tired. I often don't feel well. I'm functioning. So I've actually taken to sometimes saying like, hey, I'm functioning. I'm existing. I'm living. But I don't know if I feel well. And how about you, Kyle? (laughs) Living the dream is a uh, is a common uh, how are you answer in my life. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I seriously though, I I don't think I've ever actually sincerely said that to how are you, but um, I, I echo your sentiment, right? Like, I, I'm full of privilege in my life. Um, however, life is still life, and it comes at you fast, and it's sometimes a lot. Yeah, and. 
I mean, people have this conversation all the time, you know, when you say, how are you? And it's like, good. How are you? And it's like, <laughs> you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just what you're supposed to say. You're not, it's not a real question. I know, yeah. but I have taken to trying to be a little more real in my answer. I mean, obviously not to some random person. I actually would love that, though. Like, I would watch a series on that. Like, if you just answered how you really were to random people that asked you, I would find that very funny. Have you ever watched the make show Bully so on the them. Street? No, but yeah, I... So... Oh, okay, so he, like, runs around and literally just says whatever is on his mind to people on the street, and I actually there think that would be a great show. That's See, that's my exact type of humor. Except I love that stuff. The disabled person running around, and then everyone's like, "You who let you out of the house?" Yes, exactly. I'm obviously kidding. We okay, let ourselves but... out. <laughs> but I want to talk about what we are actually doing for self care. I know that a lot of people listen to the podcast just as a way to feel solidarity to unwind to be like hey i feel seen so i hope that you will actually reach out to us and let us know what you do to take care of yourselves yeah because who knows you might you might give us new ideas right but like what are you doing also i have to laugh before you answer this question i'm looking back at the episode that we did on self-care episode 26 self-care and silliness and we literally have, like, an actual outline of self-care suggestions. Who were we? Who were we? I can't believe this. Are they good? Literally, it's, it's <laughs> like, pause to... F- it's pretty common to worry that if you pause to focus on yourself, you're giving up valuable time for activism. Remember, it's okay to disengage. Also, remember, we're not here to be authorities. And there's, like, more, but these are the highlights. Oh, my God. Who were those people? It <laughs> oh, was a simpler and time. In the beginning, it says, so many people think, but I'm too busy for self-care. I'm too busy to write a thing about self-care right now. Yeah. Could, I can't imagine Unreal. either one of us doing that, but I know one of us did do it. I don't know which one. Yeah. Now I'm just like, hey, here's the podcast wow. episode. Good, good job past us. Um, You know what? Okay. I know we're just like being ridiculous right now, but in all sincerity, I think what this is pointing to is for me at this point, self-care actually sometimes looks like minimal effort. And I know that that sounds like such a cop-out, but it just means that not everything needs to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you asked what I do for self-care and I struggled to oh, remember yes. what my hobbies are. And then I remembered. <laughs> but it's like the fact that I had to think about the fact that I love to play video games and like cook. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I'm a whole person, you know? I love that you love to cook. Because I, I do not. I like to eat. And so I have to love to cook. I don't have to, but like, I, I don't know if I like cooking or if I just like the fact that I get to eat something good after I do it. You know what I mean? 
This would be a great time for HelloFresh to sponsor this podcast. I am a huge HelloFresh fan. So if you're listening, you know, because, you know, it's an accessibility thing. I pay for, I don't, I don't pay for the food. I, I really do pay for the convenience. Yeah. Like. Are we about to go back to the um, oranges conversation? <laughs> Listen, I'm a change man, okay? I fully <laughs> value paying for convenience. Now. No, self-care. Um, I, I just, I, oh, you got to make time for yourself. Especially because I know you work from home and I'm, I, I still work from home. And like when you do that, when home is work and work is home, you really have to like separate where you like mentally. My mom got me a t-shirt for my birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And it says, am I working at home or living at work? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, can I, can I get one of those? <laughs> put that i'm gonna turn like, my camera on every that. zoom yeah. the other t-shirt she got me they're just like sleeping t-shirts uh the other one the says bobby. due to unfortunate circumstances i am awake also true so i think that is a summary of about where i am in my life these days i struggle to get up sometimes to be honest with you and this is not depression talking this is literally just my body being like oh but horizontal feels so good (laughs) but you know it's funny you say that because like depression is like a real thing and sometimes not recently i've you know i've been on a good streak recently but like there have definitely been times in my life where i have had to like actually wonder am i depressed or is this just what my body is letting me do which is such a strange thought that's got to be like an early 2000s era punk rock band song. Like, am I depressed? Yeah, that sounds like a full-out or- boy song, actually. <laughs> it really does. Oh, God. that I didn't do that but on purpose, but you're right. The other thing that is very different between then and now for me is I have a therapist. Yes. Yes. Key. Uh, difference between that and now for me as well <laughs> very like, helpful this episode I mean, is not sponsored by better health however <laughs> oh well isn't there a whole dialogue about how better health is actually really problematic oh i have no idea i have no i'm not i don't use them i have like a oh a i feel like every time i see something that's sponsored by better health there's people in the comments being like better health is a scam it, oh well okay i don't know i, I, I actually I know not when his what therapy I, works yeah. and is very helpful. Therapy's great. Therapy's not a scam. No. I am, as I was not six years ago, taking much better care of my mental health. I am, as I was not six years ago, taking care of my mental health. <laughs> I was not doing it at all. And um, you shouldn't do that um, unless there's like some, you know, barrier that you cannot control. Um, you really should not not take care of your mental health if you can help it in any way. Yeah, and can afford I see... it. Also, okay, another difference. Emily six years ago was in her mid twenties and really. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, that's a hard age, and this is not me passing judgment. No, no, that's we've all just been a there. Really hard time 
for figuring yourself out. Yeah, because you're you've only been a real adult for what three years? If like at that point when you're in your mid twenties, you're like fresh. That's what I'm. Yeah, exactly right. It's actually really funny because I had physical therapy this morning, and um, my physical therapist generally works with a pediatric patient, but she's been seeing me since I was a pediatric patient. Um, for more than half my life at this point and she was telling me that someone asked her if she was seeing adults now and she was like nope still seeing children just uh one of them is in their 30s <laughs> that's funny so oh my gosh um you know what my mom is listening into this recording and she texted me and she wishes to contribute from the peanut gallery I mean, is it okay? Can anyone have... stop her, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> no one can stop her. No one stops Bella. Not, that I, not that I want to. I don't know why I said that so confidently as if she can hear me, but I do mean it. She is approaching the bench. She is getting Ooh. out of her chair. She is in getting my... into her wheelchair. I'm imagining Jaws music in my head. Donna. 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 <laughs> She really. This is this is good because in a later segment we were going to talk about our favorite Trader Joe's items. If you could believe it, and I'm sure she's got some of those. And too. she's going to weigh in. Do you mind an impromptu visit from Ellen Ladeau? Of course not. Are you kidding? That's like the easiest well, question to answer in the world. No, I do not mind. She's trying to move my wheelchair just so you're getting an audio description of what's happening, but it's stuck on her UGG boots, so she's just ramming the wheelchair into the UGG boots. Because she really has opinions and she needs to share them. So hashtag disability. It's it's all it's all happening. It's with out of my hands. I swear. I usually live in an apartment by myself, but uh, a likely story. I, I'm there's about two weeks. I know. Well, I was so sick. Two weeks. Yeah, oh, I was. Sick? I came home because I was really sick. And after oh. an entire week of being by myself when I was sick, I was like, I no longer want to be by myself. There, there's a running joke in our household. Every time I get sick, Courtney leaves. Or rather, every time she leaves, I get sick. I don't really know which order it happens in. But she sometimes goes on trips to her family or for work or whatever. And literally every single time, I get like ill, like sick. And I never get sick. So it's so, every time she leaves out. Off. With Courtney is what you're oh, saying. Yeah. And every time she leaves, I'm like, don't go, please. Like, I want you to go have your fun, have your freedom, do your work trip. But like, I don't want you to go because I don't want to get sick. Well, I was alone. You want to talk about self-care? I was by myself in my apartment for a week. And my self-care was ordering Panera chicken soup, which I Hell then yeah. barely eat. <laughs> I was so sick. Uh, I had a sinus infection. You know, I just have to say, like, People talk about getting sick from COVID. They forget you can get like regular sick for sick. other things. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't had COVID, but I'll tell you, I've had the flu. I've had the, yeah, no, it's. I just got my flu shot today. Get your flu shot. Okay. My mom is going to absolutely fall out of her chair if I don't let her talk. So. I, I said, know. we said yes. I don't know. She doesn't need to rush. Yeah. You knew I was going to totally butt in because. 
you were talking about being an adult, and I find that sometimes really funny with your like whining to me about how. Oh, hard I is. love that. She came on the show to like body you. <laughs> I came on to throw my hands of the bus. She, yeah. she, she came in. She came in to throw hands. You, you said that you were going to contribute to this episode, Ellen. Without oh, special guest. Oh, that, she well, I thought, she didn't say how. I thought you were going to contribute to the mental health conversation. Oh no, that's what we. That's what we all thought. It was she actually came in with a much better plan. <laughs> You're no longer invited to this podcast. Let the record show I'm not the one kicking out Ellen Liddell because I would never do such a thing. All right, Ellen Liddell, what are your thoughts on self-care? It's a good thing. <laughs> you have been the absolute worst podcast yet. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> no, of course. It's, it's super important, but I think, you know, there tends to be like this standard definition of self-care eat right do this do that and i think self-care is very different for everybody and um, oh now you want to share your wisdom yeah. that's a very well, good point actually that is a good point okay go on you're invited back thank you you know it, it it's very sometimes very hard to figure out what you need to do for yourself too you know so sometimes having a therapist is is an excellent way to figure it out uh be it a mental health therapist, a physical therapist, a nutritionist, whatever, you know, resources are at your disposal. Obviously, sometimes insurance and or money is an obstacle, but there are so many resources on the internet. I just listened to the dumbest thing online today. It was an online class about whether snacking was good for you or not. It's and what did I you learn? A snack. I'm going to eat a snack. I mean, I, I stopped listening to it because it, it really was dumb, but, you know. Did it tell it, you that it was bad? No, I turned it off before it got to that. Oh. I was waiting. Okay, so we don't even know what the ending is. Yeah. I mean, but it's confusing because, you know, this this publication says that this is a healthy snack and this publication says this is not a healthy snack. So even if you do access resources they're very confusing so bottom line my wisdom listen to your body do what feels right there you for go. your body Ellen Lindau everybody <laughs> the absolute smartest person I know except for when she throws me under the butt and it was that was hysterical I... <laughs> that's gonna be a clip for this episode what <laughs> Like, in all You're just like, I don't feel like a real adult. Your mom comes in like, I just think it's funny how you live by yourself because I don't know how you do it, literally. Oh, and she and she brings her laundry home when she comes home, just so you know. Wow. All right. And myself here because the washing machine in my apartment, it's a combo washer-dryer. Um, It's like not even a separate unit. It's like you wash and then you dry. Number one, it doesn't... Okay, that's a good reason to do your laundry at home. And it's not that it's broken, it's that it doesn't work. Number two, it's that it is quite literally impossible for me to access because it is so low to the ground that I have a really hard time getting things in and out anyway. And a likely so story. It's a true story. I'll like take a picture, and that's going to be the picture for this episode. It's the thumbnail. 
I will vouch for her that it is not a good machine. However, there's a fully functional laundry room on the third floor. Why are you? But you pay for it, right? Yeah, you have to pay for it. Like, it's literally, by the time I pay for a load of laundry, I can pay for a tray ticket home. I'm not kidding. How much is it? I'm curious. Like $4.25 a load or something. Whoa, that's about as much as I pay. <laughs> so I basically can pay eight seventy five for a train ticket, or I can pay four twenty five to do laundry, and then I get to come see my parents. So she does like us. No, I mean, hey, I yeah, you're, you guys are worth way more than four seventy five. About your very good points about self care, which are first of all that it does look different for everybody. And also that sometimes you actually aren't really sure what it means for you because those are really valid points. And I also think that a good thing to think about with self-care is that your body needs different things at different times. Like technically exercise is self-care, but if you're in excruciating pain, is exercise actually going to fix that problem? It's like when people say, Oh, did you try yoga? It's like, actually, yoga is going to make it worse. But hey, you know, yoga is going to make it worse. But like, I would also get annoyed at people who are like, you know, get eight hours of sleep, wake up early and make yourself breakfast and eat it. And I would always make fun of that. Like, yeah, right. That's not going to help me. Guess what I did this morning and how good did I feel? What did you do? They were correct. I actually woke up early and I, I made myself like a real. I don't know. I'm never doing it again. I, I, I hate that I did it this time. I, I, I used to love to live in that ignorance. How right could well, they be? Correct. They're correct. I'm not saying that all exercise, I'm not saying they that, but like the people who are like, drink water, don't drink coffee, wake up early, you know, stretch. They're 100% right. At least, <laughs> at least for me, and I hate it. I actually am dating a severe morning person. <laughs> severe. I, I am a morning person, and I hate that about myself. Well, I hate that about you, too. But you see, my boyfriend is a massive morning person. And so when he's up, he's up. And when I'm up, I am moaning and groaning and whining and complaining about how I'm too disabled to get out of bed for, like, at least an hour. Sorry. (laughs) How done is he with his morning routine? Like, how far into his day is he when you wake up? He, he, it's practically tomorrow by the time I wake up. It's the best answer. I mean, truly, like, he's up, he's bouncing around, he's had, like, 12 cups of coffee. No, he's had, like, one cup of coffee or two cups of coffee. He's already, you know, watched a TV show. Like, I'll be sleeping, and he'll, like, shower, make coffee, watch TV, like... Wait, Emily, how late do you wake up? (laughs) Yes, I've told you, though, you need to get up earlier. I mean, higher 10 o'clock, I will be up. Oh, that's that's not too bad. No, so he really he, does wake up really early. Sometimes it's more like 11. Let's be real. If I'm really she, tired. She has a, I'll defend Emily a little bit. Emily has afforded herself a life where she could make a living doing that. I think if you have such a life, you should take advantage of it. I work late into the night. Yeah, she is a night owl, yes. But in terms of what my body needs, I know that my body needs sleep. And sometimes I know then my body needs chocolate. Okay? Like, <laughs> you know? My body needs chocolate. Right. And chocolate is a great segue into the real purpose of this episode. 
So anyway. Oh, love Trader Joe's. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I have a story. Do you really? Because I actually can make an argument that Trader Joe's is probably good if you're a disabled person who needs groceries. And okay. I will. So let's hear your story first. That's funny because that's my argument. Oh, go for it. Yeah. So, okay. Living in a city as I do because I'm a grown adult who has her own apartment who is currently not in that apartment because I'm hanging out with my mommy. Um, I have to do my own grocery shopping. Wild, I know, right? But Trader Joe's doesn't deliver. Uh, so that may be the strike against them is that you can't do delivery. You're raising your hand. But the court, yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I just, I literally cannot picture you in a grocery store. Do you use a cart? <laughs> do you use a basket? <laughs> I, I, I don't like like Emily Lodow in my head has never been into a grocery store. And I don't mean that in like a privileged way. Like I know you eat real human food. I just mean that's really not true. She loves grocery shopping. She always blunt groceries. I do like it's my it's my secret thing that I really actually like grocery shopping. I like don't go around telling people that because it's freaking weird. But while we're at it, I also really love vacuuming. So now you know my two weird things. I actually I do love vacuuming. I I really do love vacuuming. The, the thing about picturing me at a grocery store, though, is it's really challenging for me to navigate grocery stores. I can't reach anything. I'm constantly knocking things over. Like, grocery stores are not accessible to me. So, I love grocery shopping. I am, however, a train wreck in a grocery store. So, like me and CVS. That's even worse. Yeah. Like, knocking things over. Like, can't reach the thing that I want. Especially the things on the end of the aisle. Oh, my God. Or, like, all the way at the floor or, like, all the way at the top. Grocery stores are ableist. But anyway, that's another podcast episode. So, in Trader Joe's, which I now go to, even though it is a bus ride from my place. And it's also um, an absolute chaotic nightmare. And it's two levels, and you have to take the elevator, and what a mess. But it's so much cheaper. So, I love Trader Joe's. You want to know a fun fact? I don't know if this is always, this is still true, but the reason Trader Joe's is cheaper is because they have a national price. So, the price in New York City and Washington, and where I live, in Washington, D.C., it's out now because I said it, but um, is the same as, like, a cheaper place so they keep it all the same and they like average it oh you know what that probably ultimately ends up saving them money because they're not wasting time trying to price things and i certainly buy more because of it <laughs> so it, you okay. know it yeah i mean i will buy everything i can get my hands on at trader joe's but the story that i was going to share is so i wiped to that trader joe's for the first time this was already uh you know a while ago um the one that's somewhat within distance of my apartment and i was trying to reach something and i asked for assistance and the store employee that i asked for assistance said would you like me to go around the grocery store with you and oh that's very nice help you get whatever you need and this was kind of like a moment of conflict for me because I hate 
asking for help and I hate accepting help. I don't like receiving help. And this is not like a an etiquette thing. This is like a me thing. Like I get very uncomfortable in situations where help is offered to me. And I will sometimes say that I have a handle on it, even if I really don't, because I'd rather not accept the help. And so this store employee, she was so lovely. She really did just go around with me. She wasn't an imposition. She wasn't patronizing. She just like handed me multiple options and she let me choose for myself. So if, you know, I wanted like the strawberries, she gave me the strawberries, but she gave me a couple of boxes of them so that I could like turn them around, look at them, figure it out. You know, she like picked up the nectarines and showed them to me. And she was also super helpful just in helping me navigate the store because I hadn't been there before and I didn't really know where everything was. So she was useful on top of actually helping me for disability reasons. I wonder if that's just something that's been hammered home in Trainer Joe's trainer because uh, your father and I recently had the opportunity to discover a, a medical provider's office that was right next to a Trader Joe's when we got excited. And you had asked for a specific item and we told you we were going to go to Trader Joe's and I didn't know where to find it. And instead of just, when I asked somebody, instead of just telling me, you know, or pointing, they went and got it for me. And that actually happened two or three times rather than me sitting there you know, having to find it, each employee went to get it. And I don't know, so that may be something, you know, that's in their training. But I also feel like that was an above and beyond kind of moment for me. Mm -hmm. Especially because it's not something you experience regularly. Right, exactly. And because it was done without being patronizing in the slightest. Sure. What is your Trader Joe's vice? Like, what do you, you go in there, okay, you know you need something. Every single thing that I like to buy at Trader Joe's. Ready? Okay. All right. Actually, well, here's the problem is that some of the stuff I think is just like limited edition depending on the season. Yeah, they do that, unfortunately. All right. But I know pumpkin spice season has just started and I know you are one of those people. I am one of those people. Thank you so much. Yes. I make what I call my annual pumpkin spice pilgrimage to Trader Joe's. She's, she's very serious about this. She always sends me pictures of everything she always has, and it's the weirdest thing because I have nothing against pumpkin flavor. It's not my favorite, but there are things that are pumpkin flavored and scented that I promise you, you've never thought of. Continue, Well, guess please. what? I found the thing. Hefty garbage bags, pumpkin spice Shut scent. the f*** up. Oh, my God. I am not kidding. They are real. No way. I don't have them, but I will be purchasing them. Thank you for asking. Please, can you give me some? And I'll, I'll, I'll pay for them. I just want them. Today is September seventh, and I already have pumpkin spice muffins in my refrigerator at Emily's request. It's a disease, folks. Now, now, don't pathologize my love of pumpkin spice. I you recently like, discovered. Yeah, the matter. No, I, I I don't like pumpkin spice, but like that's incredible, and I want that just to say that I have it. Um, my vice is milk chocolate 
peanut butter filled crispy uh, peanuts. They're not they're not peanuts. They're in the shape of peanuts. They're like peanut butter cups, except that they have a crispy shell on the outside between the peanut butter layer and the chocolate layer. And there's a cute little squirrel on the outside. You're describing like a cross between peanut M&Ms and Reese's Pieces. Oh, that's exactly what they are. They're the they're the greatest candy of all time. I'm mad that only Trader Joe's makes them. It should be everywhere. They're, they're amazing. I wish I didn't know that existed, but I will now tell you everything I love about Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, Do you think somebody from Trader Joe's is actually going to hear this episode? I absolutely. Trader Joe's, if you want to sponsor us, yeah, you can. You could do that. Do you think, statistically speaking, that we have had a Trader Joe's employee listen to this podcast? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I would okay. be shocked if they didn't. I'm going to do the non-pumpkin stuff first. Okay. Recent discovery, dill pickle falafel. That's what we picked up. Yes. The employee showed it to me and I was like, I never heard of something. I just wanted falafel. But no, I got dill pickle falafel. You're a pickle girl, right? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. okay. I mean, yes. there's, yeah, me too. Me, me too. I'm a, I'm a pickle, pickle guy. Girl? You're a pickle, I'm a pickle girl. girl. Yeah, I'm a pretty pickle girl. <laughs> no, I love pickles so much. And so dill pickle mini falafel. Also, it's excellent because there's like 40 pieces in one bag. Oh, yeah. That's like a very significant amount. We got several meals out of that. Um, other thing that I love, which I don't know how long it's going to be around, is they have vegan bolognese ravioli. And it's made I've with lentils that. and mushrooms. And you, she you're had, not a vegan, so I feel I feel like I can trust your opinion on this. How is it? It's delicious. And okay. to be honest, I I am leaning more and more away from meat lately. So it's oh, that really, really good for you. Yeah. For you. So, um, I love their vegan ravioli. Um, and then they also, when pumpkin spice season rolls around, I love their pumpkin spice cream cheese. Oh my god. You know what? I, I was it gonna sounds bad, but it's not. It it does, but I I I can kind of like I don't believe in flavored cream cheese. Like I'm morally against it, but if I had to pick one, I feel like pumpkin spice is a good one. Can I ask you a follow up question? Yes. What about like galleon cream cheese or like vegetable cream cheese? Still no. No, I'm okay with that because it's 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 the um it's the fact that they're sweet. That's what I don't like. But okay, pumpkin so spice isn't agree. that sweet have to do self-care trader it, my mother trader trader goes is self-care trader goes is self-care fine i am a very on track thank you so much i will now tell you what my favorite body care item is from trader joe's no wait hold on wait 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 make your argument for pumpkin spice cream cheese this is better content <laughs> okay but this is <laughs> this is another argument for pumpkin stuff though they make pumpkin body butter it's like pumpkin roasting basically uh-huh and you smell like a delicious autumnal goddess okay but not like a pumpkin like pumpkin pie right um i would actually say it leans a little pumpkiny oh but it has a sort of sweet smell it you okay. don't you don't smell like a cinnamon stick well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there you go. I guess we got to go to Trader Joe's so I can buy you some pumpkin lotion, okay? So, 
I learned recently that they sell cinnamon brooms, like as decor that you oh, put in your house. We always buy the cinnamon brooms. I've never ha- seen one in my life. I'm going to go and get one because it sounds amazing. Let me tell you something, okay? You want to talk about self-care? When people attack me with Christmas every year and I'm like, Oh, here I we go. This is what I'm here for. This Here we go. All right. Buckle up. I can't celebrate Christmas on account of I am Jewish and you are all very exclusionary. So, you know when I celebrate what? 95% of your audience. I remember the time that you told me that and I didn't know that you've never done it. Although in hindsight, of course you haven't. Like, why would you? And so like we went around New York and we did like the stereotypical Christmas thing just so I could like share that with you. We also have a photo of us making really angrily staring at the tree. Yeah, Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Everyone else is like hugging because they love each other, and we're just like scowling at each other because we love each other. Yeah, (laughs) and we like walked through Rockefeller Center. The lights were beautiful. Okay, look, I actually am not mad at Christmas, but what I'm saying is that autumnal things are completely secular, and I can get fully into it with no religious implication whatsoever so for me yes self-care is all of the pumpkin things because it has no greater implication than that i happen to like these particular months out of the year oh my my mother is so determined to make this disability related go ahead what'd she say she wants she wants And now we have Mark Liddell on the podcast. See, this is what, did I not say to you that I wanted to do it in my apartment because it was quieter? She actually did say that. (laughs) There's a place in New Jersey that um, apparently has wheelchair accessible hay rides. Okay. I I was like, that's an exciting attack. No, he was actually looking very exciting. It it did. It did. I, uh, I love hay rides. I'm a 32-year-old man. I f*** with hair. I'm a fickle girl. I love hair. And I'm a f- Wait, have we got to your favorite Trader Joe's items yet? Yeah, I, well, I, I mentioned my favorite treat. Why? Well, yeah, the but chocolate thing. The, the babkas are pretty good for not Jewish deli babkas. I know that's heresy, but we don't have those where I live, so. Okay, you want to talk about good babka? There's a place in New York City called Bread's Bakery that makes the best babka I have ever eaten in my life. Oh, no. Did they have... I just... I miss it. I miss all the Jewish food. I will bring you the food. You're in Washington, D.C., though. Go to Call Your Mother. Eat a bagel. It's good. Oh, yeah. No, the Call Your Mother's okay. You're right. Call Your Mother's okay. And I say that knowing it's complete heresy... Now, listen, we have derailed this episode for B- 40 Bagels or self-care? Bagels! Let me talk to you about Oh my god, don't start with bagels. Talk about too good to go, and now we save bagels. Who doesn't save bagels? This is also self-care. I love a bagel on the weekends. And there's an app called Too Good To Go... Where oh the the one where the they the restaurants are gonna get rid of it so instead they sell it to you uh-huh. for cheap yeah so you can get like a dozen bagels for like five bucks I should see if there's any like any in DC what they have you should definitely check in DC I mean look I know we've been all over the place but the reality is that everything does come back to disability in some way because it is a pain in the butt for me to continually go out and bring bagels back first of all second of all 
having a bagel habit is expensive. So it's a great way to save money. I do think too good to go is definitely something I would consider a disability life hack because it's a cheap way for good food. There are like little things. We say this a lot, like little things that make everyone else's life more convenient, make ours possible in certain ways. There are definitely a lot of like services and apps and stuff that like vastly improve my quality of life, specifically because I have a disability. Real, actual disability related thing. Just knowing that delivery is such an option just, you know, puts my mind at ease. Like, you know, because I don't drive, knowing that it's like we're going to get home from somewhere on the weekend and we can't go shopping, just knowing that I could schedule a delivery from Stop and Shop on a Monday. Exactly. Peace of mind. For sure. And, I, you know, because we weren't even going on for like 100 years, the last thing I'll say, um, this was an interesting observation that I never thought of, but... Um, over the weekend, you know, we were going to be spending some time outside. And so we have these things, whether they work or not is debatable, but they're called buggy bands. And they're literally just like stretchy cords that you wear around your wrist and they have citronella on them and they're meant to help ward off bugs. But the point is that my boyfriend was here. We were, you know, doing some family stuff. So my boyfriend was at my parents' house. And my mom was just like, hey, you guys want buggy bands? And he was like, what on earth are you talking about? And I was like, oh, there are these bracelets that you wear to help keep away bugs when you're outside. And he said, you know, you guys have something for everything. And this makes sense to me because you are so used to using all kinds of equipment to adapt your life. Of course you have buggy bands. Like you think about the fact that there's got to be a product out there that's going to do something to make your life easier or better. But or if we can't find the product, we we figure out for what we already have, like our famous kitchen tongs. Right. Right. Like we life hack it. Wait, what do you mean with your kitchen tongs? You bring... We use them as grabbers. Oh, yeah, of course. And they're probably better at it, right? If I were yeah. to guess. Oh. Yeah, we love our kitchen tongs. But for him... He was just kind of like having that moment of observation where as disabled people, we are constantly finding the thing that improves your life and using that thing. And he doesn't have quite that mindset yet. But for us, we're like, if there's a product that's going to make our lives easier and it's not like absurdly expensive, let's get the product. Or figure out how to imitated as close as possible so i think that also probably harkens back to self-care but more in like the taking care of yourself kind of way Mm -hmm. like you're constantly finding the thing that will help us take care of ourselves so yeah i don't know i'm sorry i really like that some of the things that uh we found to take care of ourselves and when I've mentioned it or shared it, some people have been like, wow, that's a like really cool idea. Uh, somebody actually in Texas asked me to set the video. So she worked in a hospital and wanted to, it was how to close a door. And like what, what we used to pull the door behind us, like to stick what do with you the use? Oh. It, yeah, to stick with a giant tie wrap on the end of it. We loop the tie wrap around the door handle and we pull it. Yeah, okay. 
Oh, like um, and, not that not that I'm comparing you to animals, but like how a how a service dog might do it. I am an animal. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I don't even think of that. Yeah, how a service dog. Might. Service dog would probably grab a rope and pull. Yeah. Well, yep, yeah, you're something to great. grab onto. Yeah, no, you're not animals. Well, I am you. my own service dog because I don't have one. That's the title uh, of your seventh book. <laughs> my mother is my service dog because I don't have one. Okay, get one. Right. You live on your own now. Get one. What's this? Yeah, no, I know. With you everywhere. Is anybody even still listening to this episode? Because if you are and you like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash the accessible soul. Just $1 a month is it ensures all current and future episodes of the accessible soul remain what? Accessible. And not that we ever use the proceeds from uh, Patreon for our own personal benefit because we really don't. However, it could probably buy a bag of milk chocolate peanut crisps from Trader Joe's. It could definitely buy dill pickled falafel. Although in but all seriousness, we don't yeah, no, we, we really don't do that because we—that's just going to say that exact thing. <laughs> going to say that exact same thing. I mean, also, if you're listening at this point, you're a true fan, or you are just real bored. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys so kindly for inviting me on tonight. Yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> we definitely extended the invitation in advance. Yeah, no, it's I'm not. Then I must contribute some value. Yes, oh, of you course are you did. You always people. do. You are yeah. a gem among gems. I guarantee there's at least one listener who's like, oh, yeah, Ellen's back. There's got to be one. There's got to be one who's like a huge fan. Because who you isn't a what? fan of Ellen Liddell? In, in all sincerity, though, I mean, I have found over the years that the reason that I listen to podcasts is because I want to feel like I'm hearing a conversation with a friend. Yeah, And so exactly. the more conversational the podcast, the more I enjoy it. And if that's you, you're going to love this episode because fool boy. Evander <laughs> Joe's, please. I hope you're listening. Do you actually, can I, can I just say one actual disability related thing about Trader Joe's? Of course you can. Because they all wear Hawaiian shirts, they're easy for uh, my partner to see because they all look very distinct. Wow. Okay, but what if like that one guy comes into the store who just oh yeah, thinks, like a customer. Like Jimmy Buffett. It's funny because last time I was there, somebody was asking me like, "What my favorite flavor of the bread is?" Thinking that I worked there, and I didn't. I wasn't rude, but like in my head, I'm like, "Dude, look at me. See how I'm not wearing anything like what they're wearing. <laughs> like they all wear that for this exact reason." But no, me, me being who I am, I just gave her an answer. Like I asked her a question because the people in my store in New York City, I don't know if they wear Hawaiian shirts. Oh, really? I'm the not ones sure over they were do. wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Maybe that's like a cute, kitschy, like, no, I've seen it uh, in other Trader Joe's, but just, I don't know, maybe in New York City, they're like too cool for that. I'm not sure. Can I shout out to CVS this episode, how at least in my local store, they're extremely helpful to me when I go, even though their aisles are not wide enough. Yes, I'll send it to their manager. I'd like to speak to the president of CVS. <laughs> do we have any takeaways at this point? Because I'm not even sure what's happening. Yeah, my takeaway is that self-care looks different for everybody. And if, um, you know, you're doing something that isn't hurting you or someone else and you and it makes you feel better, then you should do it and don't feel guilty about it. And my takeaway is that we need to recognize the priority of self-care more often. 
I mean, I know that this episode was just a silly and fun one, much like the last one, which we called self-care and silliness. But the reality is that it shouldn't have been six years until we talked about taking care of ourselves again. And it's certainly not going to be six years before we do it again. Okay. Um, you know the Try Guys? Yes. They do this thing now where they do podcast episodes at different locations. And so it'll be like podcast in Ikea, podcast in the grocery store. I would love to podcast with you in an Ikea. I think we or should Or anywhere, do that. really. But I feel like no, Ikea totally. is like perfect. Well, then you should start a Trader Joe's. Okay. Oh, excuse me, Ellen. What's your takeaway? You should invite me to your podcast more often. Oh, should we? As I barged in. <laughs> I confess, I barged in. I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> um. On that note, this has been another episode of The Accessible Stall. I'm Emily. I'm Kyle. And might we say you look great today in your Hawaiian shirt if you're wearing one. And also if you're not wearing one. And also whatever you are wearing. You look so beautiful. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.